Counting calories is out. Weight loss is an internal game, what I like to call weight release, and it all starts from within. You're listening to Confidence From Within, a podcast for women ready to feel good about their bodies, rediscover their confidence, and share their brilliance with the world. I am your host, Juliana Lehman, mind-body weight release expert and lifelong health seeker. And I am so pleased to have you here. Let's get started. You're listening to episode number 56 of Confidence From Within podcast. And as always, I am your host, Juliana Lehman. And today's episode is dedicated to sharing with you all the things and strategies and tools that I use myself to stay on track. And yes, of course, we are going to be talking and focusing on weight loss, what I rather call weight release. But some of these strategies you can actually apply to any area of your life that you have been working on. Because a lot of those strategies are really, you know, essentially the way we think, the way we act, the way we operate. So we can really extrapolate it to relationships, to career, money management, family dynamics, whichever area that is of interest to you. But I'm really going to keep weight loss as our focus here for the sake of examples, but also to make it super tangible for you so that we can, you know, have this big perspective on how to stay on track despite the circumstances around us. So to get us started, one of the things that I wanted to sort of, you know, start with is something that I hear often from women, which is it's okay for them to maintain their healthy routine when things are going well, but the moment that stress or the moment that they get really busy hits, that's when it becomes a lot more difficult. And usually the you know way that I hear this often is that they start to make those little compromises one at a time, and then they become bigger compromises. And then by the time that something really stressful hits or a special occasion that they kind of deviate from their quotations, you know, eating plan, uh, everything falls apart, right? So what I have been able to do, not just with myself, but with many of my clients, is to actually come up with a strategy and a way of looking at everything that is truly sustainable. I say this often, if you've seen my work and my masterclass, that the initial weight loss is usually possible for most people. But what I'm really passionate about and interested in providing you with is the long-term aspect of it is the part that most people struggle with and they actually don't even get because to get the long term, you actually have to stay on track for a long period of time. And by staying on track, I do not by any means imply that we're going to be living this rigid, deprived lifestyle that has no room for special occasions or for the occasional treat here and there. That's not at all we're going to be talking about today. What I will be telling you is what are the strategies that I use to actually have a life (laughs) and keep my health and my weight and my energy levels on point, which for me is such an important goal. And that is what I really want to share with you as well, to show you this is actually doable. This is actually possible. You may just need a new set of strategies, maybe a perspective shift. So let's jump right in. 
So the first thing that I wanted to sort of give you perspective here is that anything you want to do long-term needs to become automatic. If it is something that you need a lot of external motivation to, it is something that you need rules and, you know, checking, I don't know, like crossing the days and the calendar, things like that. Chances are that you're actually going to struggle when things get busy and life is not, you know, all roses. And that is because anytime we rely on anything outside of ourselves, we're actually susceptible to circumstances derailing us to other people, to, you know, financial circumstances changing, busy work, jobs, and, you know, family chaos and all those things. However, when you understand how that whole motivation piece works within you from inside of you, then the outside isn't as triggering, let's just say, in terms of derailing you, at least you have a real side of tools, which is what I'm going to share what mine are so that you can actually go back and, you know, get back on track without really having to deviate too much from it. Something else that I just wanted to put a little, you know, little kind of, you know, glimpse here is to say that you're approaching the holidays or you're approaching your birthday or some trip or some event that you know that it's going to be a little bit more difficult to stray on track, especially if you live like I do a lower carb lifestyle, right? Like a lot of times when you go to, you know, people's homes or even restaurants, carbs are everywhere. (laughs) They're basically cheap food. They're easy food. They're quick food. And they're often hiding in everything you can possibly think about when it comes to eating out and those things. So taking those things into account and still being able to make this work without feeling like you're missing out on anything. It truly is my goal. And that is really the core, you know, intention behind a lot of the things I do in my program, the wage release shift. So if you're curious about what that looks like, you want to have more detail, I really encourage you to go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash free training. And in this value packed 90 minute training that I put together for you, this is one of my newer trainings. I'm going to give you an entire perspective of what I mean. How does that impact your hormones, your foods, and all those things very much specifically designed for women over 40. But let's come back from this for a minute here. So why is it that we you know, are doing well and then stress or, you know, different goals, situations in a way kind of causes us to derail from our, you know, successful plan and staying on track. And the number one reason that I have identified over all these years, over a decade studying and looking at weight loss from all the different angles is actually lack of fulfillment. So let me explain. When we are our most fulfilled, waking up and spending the entire day doing things that bring so much joy and excitement to our lives, we often forget to pee, we forget to eat, we're full of energy, we don't even know what time it is in the day. For most people, that is a rare occurrence, right? For so many people, they live a life of duty that they don't even have a lot of experiences. They spend the entire day doing something they love. And if that is a case for you, I can understand why it may even be hard to contemplate what that will look like. But I guarantee that 
all of us have at least had one or two in the recent even year that you actually spend, even if not the whole day, a good chunk of your day doing something you love. And that is what I want you to, you know, close your eyes and really picture as, you know, we're going to continue here. What does that special thing is for you? What are those maybe top two, top three activities, projects, or say if it's your family, spending time with your family, what are those three very specific, real high priority things are for you? Because once you know what they are, the moment that you feel that you're, you know, thinking about food all day, you are, you know, snacky again, or you're struggling and you're craving carbs and all those things. I all, what I do for myself, the first thing is I pause and I do a fulfillment investigation, <laughs> which basically I look, okay, I know what my top three big things are. And I start to see, wow, look at all those things I am doing that are completely outside of my fulfillment zone, meaning those things are so unfulfilled to me that I am now snacky and craving things to refill that emptiness, that void that has been created by doing things that are very low in my priority list by living on duty instead of priority. Can you imagine that? Have you ever thought about that from this angle? Have you ever contemplated the fact that If you're doing things that are not intrinsically important to you, the outside world, the circumstances around you will overpower you. And we will crave the typical wine at the end of the day to refuel the crunchy, salty chips or for some women, chocolate at the end of the day to refuel because we spend this whole entire day unfulfilled. And the other problem with this is that when we do so, our brain truly perceives that by doing this quick little, some people call it cheat day, whatever you call it, but doing this quick little thing, this little treat's not gonna, you know, derail the whole big picture. So we separate the, you know, pleasure of doing so with quotations, the pain that is caused to your body, to your weight, to your progress. We separate them very much like if you buy on a credit card, right? You get the item today, you don't pay for 30 days. So there's this separation between the pain of pain versus the pleasure of gaining whatever you want to buy so that we are more inclined to purchase more. Whereas if you had to, at the very moment that you purchase something, you give cash in exchange, you would probably think a couple more times before you do so. That is the exact same here. We have the separation between pain and pleasure. Therefore, we make those tiny compromises again and again and again. And then we get guilty, we blame ourselves, and the whole thing just falls apart. My suggestion here is very specifically to go back to the root cause and look at that lack of fulfillment, do a fulfillment investigation. And you may recognize that, sure, there's tasks that fulfills you. So for example, say you're a business owner and your business is really fulfilling to you, which is the case for me. However, there are specific tasks such as responding to a huge number of emails that is really uninspiring to me. So anytime I know I have to wake up and that's the first thing I have to do, it is harder to get out of bed because I'm like dreading having to do that task. So taking that specific piece of it off my plate through delegating or changing the processes or whatever it is that I do helps me not going back into that lack of fulfillment zone. 
if that makes sense. So do an investigation, look at all the things that you're doing that are causing unfulfillment and then see if there are pieces of it or the full task itself that can be delegated to somebody else. There are other strategies that I teach in my program, the weight release shift. So if you're interested to learn more and have a chat with me and my team, just to really see if the program is the right fit for you, because we go so deep in the mindset side of things when it comes to the choices we make for food and habits and all those things. I encourage you to schedule a complimentary power chat with us and we will hear you and help you craft a plan to really get you to the goals you're looking for. If that is of interest to you, just go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash chat and we will be more than happy to jump on a call with you and um, help you craft whatever it is that you're looking for and show you what are the steps to get you there. So the first piece, like we just said, is doing that fulfillment investigation. Now that you realize that it is the lack of fulfillment that gets us snacky, that gets us those cravings. And yes, of course, you can also have cravings from eating a lot of sugars and carbs and your physiology is just like compensating for it. But I'm talking about more the mindset reasons why we fall off the wagon. Now, once you do the whole, you know, fulfillment investigation, now you're a little bit more aware of what is most important to you. What are the tasks you're doing that are quotations triggers to for you to get off um, off track? There's two very specific things I do myself to keep myself on track besides looking at my fulfillment zones. And I am what I call a visual planner. And I'm also a verbal processor. <laughs> so let me explain. And if this is something to relate to, then I actually have a free resource I'm putting on the show notes for you. And you can access this resource by going to naturallyjoyous.ca slash mind, M-I-N-D. Uh, and it is how I visually plan everything. So I will give you that resource as well. But essentially, when it comes to being a visual planner, I have um, a need, but also it really brings me pleasure and enjoyment to visualize what it is that I'm creating. And when it comes to, let's just say, staying on track, for example, I think it is really helpful that you're very clear what are the things that frustrate you, what are the things that self-sabotage you, what are the things that you are afraid of? And what are the things that you want to feel, to have, to release? And essentially what I like to call this is basically a mind map. I take all those feelings and emotions and thoughts from my mind. I put it in one piece of paper. And if you are somebody that loves whiteboards, you can do that as well. But I actually created a one pager for you, my actual mind map page. And you can download in the link I just gave you. That'll be on the show notes, naturallyjoyous.ca slash mind. And once you print it, my recommendation to you is that as you're looking at your fulfillment investigation and what are the areas that, you know, make you self-sabotage, put that in your mind map. Then you look at all the things that are frustrating you, like your triggers that gets you out of, you know, the zone, put it in your mind map. 
And then also contemplate, what are you afraid of? Like, what does the weight represent that makes you afraid of? Is it, you know, lack of confidence? Is it an actual health scare? What is those things? Where are those things? So you can put them in there. So they're out of your mind. And now they're in a piece of paper, almost like you download them from your mind to a piece of paper. But of course, the last part of it, if your goal is to stay on track, so that's what you put in the very middle of your mind map. And once you download your copy, it will make more sense because you can visually see and follow what I'm telling you to do. But the final four, fourth piece of this, like I just said, is what do you want? And it is not enough to just say, I want to stay on track. Like, what does that mean? How do you know you achieve it? achieved it? How does it make you feel? feel? What are you releasing when, for example, releasing the guilt, releasing extra weight? What are you going to have when you do so? And it can be more confidence. It can be a game plan. Whatever it is, I really encourage you to really spend some quality time with this mind map and really complete all four areas because you will take that big tangle emotional mess and you will start to sort of clarify things for you in such a neat way. So that is how one of the ways that I love to visually plan in my program that I mentioned at the beginning, the weight release shift. And again, I'll put um, the link in the show notes if you want to book a call with me and my team to learn more about it. But essentially in that program, what I do is help you plan a plan B, which is when, you know, things hit the fan and it gets super busy. How do you stay on track from a food standpoint, right? So we create a one pager plan B when you have to deviate from, you know, this beautiful, healthy plan into a more intermediate plan and back on track. This is the emotional version of that, if that makes sense. The plan B in the program is more the food part. And this is more the emotional part to give you that clarity so you can stay resilient and come back on track. The more you find those areas of unfulfillment so that you're using this tool as opposed to foods and drinks to kind of fill the void. And then the last part of it, and this is something that I feel is so, so helpful. And I always tell people, it is important that you find your own process for all things, right? But I'm sharing the strategies that I use myself to stay on track so that you can borrow and take pieces of it, or if it resonates with you, take the whole thing. But essentially, once I understand my lack of fulfillment areas and what is causing it, root cause of the emotional unfulfillment. Then I mind map, like I just said, so I clarify the sabotagers, the frustrations, the fears, and what I actually want. The third and last piece is actually how I process those emotions, right? Because you can plan and map and all those things, but I still feel it's important to complete a process by processing <laughs> those emotions. And I am a verbal processor, which essentially means I need to talk through it out loud so that it's out of me. And the more I talk it out loud, I start to see patterns I missed. I start to really process things and really visualize, okay, this is what's going on. I almost like have the need to kind of express how I'm feeling out loud, if that makes sense. And in my case, I have a very patient husband that listens to me and gives me his feedback. But of course, that is not necessary. Like you can have a partner or a spouse. It could be a good friend. It could be somebody in your community. Some people go to group share. So I offer in our program because I love verbal processing so much. Bi-weekly, we have group shares that the women in our community, the weight release shift program community 
have the opportunity in a very safe bubble, a small group of us, nothing being recorded. We have the opportunity to share how we're feeling, struggles, wins, and all those things. So if you need a community like that, make sure to book a call and I'll be more than happy to give you more information. But whatever group or community or you know family member or friend that you have, could be a wonderful way to help you verbally process what you're going, what is going on. And if it is truly something that, you know, say the person that you always talk to is busy or you don't have somebody that you feel comfortable sharing, the other two options, and I use this sometimes, the first one is what I call the drive and talk. So I drive around, especially the countryside where I live. I just find it so beautiful and peaceful. And I talk to myself like potentially a crazy person. And yes, and I just talk and talk and it's almost like I'm talking to myself and I'm also answering my own questions and my own thoughts. And it's just this beautiful, weird process at the same time. That is an option for you. And if you're somebody that likes, you know, diaries, of course, you could write if writing is your method, of course. But if you're talking about verbally processing, you could also do a a verbal diary or a video diary. So you can record just audio, you can record yourself and not to share with anyone, just on your phone or something so that you're ex- still expressing and you can listen back if you choose, but it's coming out all that tangled mess of emotions and then you're starting to now process and sort through them because we have control over the things we feel and how we perceive things. But sometimes we need to have a little clarity before, of course, we can process them. And this is the way that I do. The more I talk, the more clarity I get. So just review the three steps of how I stay on track. And mind you, as you saw, I have nothing, it has nothing to do with the scale. It has nothing to do with measuring my food, counting calories, none of it. It is just not a sustainable way. And I'm talking here long-term and it is very deep rooted in mindset. So the first thing that I suggest to do that I do is stop and observe what are the areas of unfulfillment that are triggering you to be snacky, to be maybe losing a bit of patience, not being as inspired, which is usually what, you know, derails everything from you getting to what you want versus not getting what you want when it comes to health and wellness. So find those frustration zones. And I really encourage you to download the mind map by going to naturallyjoyous.ca slash mind. And in there, you can write those down, the fears, the sabotagers, the frustrations, and also what you want to have, feel and release. Very important. And then the last piece of it is now let's process it. So if you're a journaler, that's great. If you're more like me, that journaling is just not my thing. I'm a mind mapper and a verbal processor. Just talk to someone but do it in a way until you feel completion. And sometimes it can be quick. Sometimes it takes a bit longer, but it's just putting it out there, looking at other perspectives. And if you need a community of like-minded individuals to become part of and be able to share those things with and get a new perspective, I am so happy to welcome you to explore if the weight release shift program is right for you. All you have to do is go to naturallyjoyous.ca slash chat, and I will be more than happy, me or my team, to chat with you and hear what you have to say, listen to your needs, and then explain what we do and if that is the right fit for you. So I hope you enjoy my three-step process to staying on track. 
And please don't forget to um, leave us a review. We really appreciate your reviews, but also it really helps the podcast to be seen and found and us to be able to share our work with more women that are looking for, you know, ways to really release excess weight, feel their best, regain their energy in the natural way. So I really appreciate your support and I look forward to chatting with you again next time. Thank you so much for listening to Confidence From Within. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram at naturally.joyous and I will be sure to tag you back. I would also love for you to leave us a review on iTunes so you can help us support our show. Stay healthy and happy and until next time.